Welcome back to another episode of That's Business. I have now started a series where I will be answering all the common questions I get. I'm your host, Angela Bucciolato. Today, we're going to be talking about how to identify if a job, a company, or a hiring manager is an ideal opportunity for you. Now, I get this question every single day, whether it's someone right out of college that hasn't ever looked for a job, whether it's someone that's a veteran in the industry looking for a job, doesn't matter if you haven't looked for a new role in five months or five years or 15 years, this all gives you the same. So the first and most obvious one is conducting research. If you're on LinkedIn, and if you're not, you really should be, you actually can utilize your premium to look at company insights. So if you go to any company page, so if you type in, we'll just say General Motors, for example, on their company page, there's a tab that says insights. On that tab, you can look at company growth. You can look at the average tenure of employees that stay there. And you could look at what divisions have had specific growth. And on the opposite side of that, you could see which ones have not. Now, of course, not every single employee is on LinkedIn, but it is a pretty good average. I've learned that if the company is has been in business for quite some time and the median tenure is about is under two years, that's usually a red flag. Um, could be a lot of high turnover, could be bad bosses, it could be a culmination of factors. But I have learned that that number is pretty dang accurate there. If there's a reason why there was a huge drop in layoffs or everything, understand why that was. With the pandemic, of course, a lot of companies did lay people off in March of 2020 or Q1, Q2 of 2020. But how drastically did they lay people off? Did they lay off half their workforce? Did they do this um, just a handful of people? Like, what did that exactly look like? Other things you can really do, kind of going off of the LinkedIn train, is reach out to people that work there off of LinkedIn. It doesn't hurt to send a quick message that says, Hey, John, I see you work at General Motors. I've been considering a career transition. How have you liked it there? You're not asking John to do much. You're not even asking him for anything. You're just asking him to talk about his experience. Now, I did have a client. I told them to do this. And funny enough, when they reached out to whatever company it was, the person actually had replied back and said, oh, yeah, actually, I'm leaving. I just put in my two weeks notice. I did get a better opportunity. And that individual there had let my client know they were looking, which saved him a lot of headache there. It doesn't hurt to reach out to people and understand why people are leaving. So is it a culture problem? Is it just got a better raise? I mean, every company is not a one size fits all at all. Good example of this, I had, and this was, I swear, serendipitous, whatever you want to call it. But one time I had a client, um, she was, I believe, late 20s, early 30s, and she wanted to leave her current company because it was all older white men that ran the company. She had wanted to grow. She wasn't being heard. She wasn't compensated fairly. And she said, I'm done. Like, I don't fit in. The culture is not for me. I just want to leave. Okay. So second phone call right after hers, I got on with an older gentleman and he had been wanting to go to the company my previous client was leaving from. Now, the reason I didn't tell him that she was leaving and, oh, you probably shouldn't apply there is because the reason she was leaving is the environment he wanted. 
So I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, they're a bad company. However, if they are, if I'm doing, you know, 15 some resumes from people at same company, I have no problem telling people that, that maybe they should stay away. And at the end of the day, every opportunity is different. It really depends on the hiring manager. It depends on the department, the responsibilities and everything there. And what's happening with the market and kind of going forward, ask the tough questions. I mean, why is this position open? Who are you looking for to fill this role? What are the expectations? You're interviewing companies as much as they're interviewing you. Another facet you could really use is Glassdoor. I will say... Take Glassdoor with a grain of salt. I mean, when I got fired from my job, the first thing I wanted to do was go on Glassdoor and rip them a new one. But there are people that are happy there and there are people that are not. So I don't love Glassdoor. I get asked about Glassdoor all day, every day, but just keep at it. I'd rather you use LinkedIn and really see if you have any connections at said company. And really with your job search, you really should just be open and honest. Talk to friends and family members. And say, hey, look, I'm looking for new opportunities. I'm just being very vocal about it. Had a conversation with a client today where she's in one of my networking groups and she's looking for a job and she hasn't been going. And I can tell she doesn't have the confidence there. And I told her, I'm like, you have to just show up, own that you quit your job and say what expertise you bring to the table. What is so underrated is people that have connections. What is it? The six degrees of separation I've talked about on multiple podcasts, but you are one connection away, one interaction away from someone that can change your life or ultimately get you another job. And that's what you want to do. So be open about that. Tell people you're looking for a job and let them be the recruiters for you to search for other opportunities. Funny enough, we tell We make sure all of our clients understand what we do. We take the time on consultations and phone calls and coaching sessions to really understand the full scope of what the Resume Rescue offers. This has led to so much business for us from Facebook, from conversations at bars, weddings. I mean, you name it. We're getting business this way because we have our own little minions or best clients who feel confident and comfortable explaining what we do. And that should be the goal for you and your job search. Now, other things going back to when you're interviewing, there isn't like a specific formula you can really use to identify if an opportunity is right for you. But again, going off of those questions. Ask people questions. I mean, when I'm saying they're interviewing you as much as you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you, I truly mean that. If you're asking for projections, if you're asking how'd you handle the pandemic, how are you handling the recession, what are your projections for Q4 and 2023, there's no reason they can't give you that. I'm not asking you to ask them all their nitty gritty details, how much revenue they make, what they're doing in business, what everyone's salary is. I'm not saying doing that. I'm saying doing rough projections and sharing that with you or even just like what goals the organization has. Me being a small business... I have no problem. My employees all know exactly what's going on. Any potential hires, I share projections with. It's hard to take on a new position. And I always want to make sure that the people that I'm onboarding to my company feel confident and comfortable and are bought into the mission of it because it's a different environment. But sharing those projections, understanding what that looks like there. And asking further questions. Why is this position open? 
what happened to the last person in this position? What kind of environment is this? How does your team interact? What are, you know, how do you balance work or how do you provide a work-life balance to your employees? Understanding what the expectations are goes such a long way. My favorite piece of advice to give people that you may roll your eyes listening to this, trust your gut. At the end of the day, if you don't trust your gut or you're having a bad feeling about something, you should run far away. And what I mean by that is just checking your energy and how you feel. So if a potential, if a hiring manager is interviewing you and you just feel off or think the interview's off, run far away from it. I unfortunately had a client, she's happy now, so bless her heart, but I had a client who was so miserable at her current job, she was severely underpaid. I mean, 15 years of experience and my employees were making more money than her. And she jumped at the first opportunity that was thrown at her. It sounded perfect on paper. The right PTO, the salary, a huge salary increase and everything. And she jumped on it. Her gut was, and she didn't reach out to me till after the fact, of course, but her gut was telling her something's off here. So after she accepted the position, she was in it for, I believe it was three weeks to a month. And she reached out to me close to tears on the phone with me and saying, Angela, I made a big mistake. And the reason she said, she said, you know, the conversations were fine. Everything sounded fine, but my gut just kept telling me not to take it. And I still did. And she just kept reverting back. I should have never left my job. I should have never, I should have never, I should have never. Well, she should have left her job at the end of the day. I mean, should she have waited a little longer? Absolutely. But her not trusting her gut kind of screwed her in the long run. She did end up finding another position that she absolutely loves and adores and is still there. I think this was two years ago, which is great. But this could have all been avoided if she would have trusted her gut. And it's hard to understand. I mean, am I saying all that this whole perfect formula is going to make sure nothing goes wrong? No. My last position before I started this company and this podcast, everything sounded great. It was a 15K increase in salary. It was 10% commission. It wasn't a bad commute. I vibed well with everyone in the office. I felt good about it. And that was the first position I took. I really wasn't actively looking. I was just so wanting to get out of my position I was in at the time. And I did take it. Three weeks, three weeks into that role, I knew I had made a mistake. I vividly remember sitting in my car at lunch crying. And those of you that know me, you know I'm not a crier. But I remember sitting in my car crying, knowing I made a huge mistake. And my first reaction was like, oh, I shouldn't have left my other job. No, I should have because my other job was paying me an unlivable wage. And thank God I was still living at home and I had that privilege to do that. But there was no way I was going to survive. And I remember I sat in my car crying and everything went downhill from there. I'm like, well, my coworkers are great. I don't know. Maybe I should just stay. I ended up staying two and a half years, two and a half. And it took me getting fired to get out of that company But I wasted two and a half years of happiness. I was so miserable. So, so, so miserable. And what a big question I keep asking, getting asked recently is, oh, I don't want to seem like a job hopper. Let me sit here and tell you something. A job hopper is somebody who gets a new job every two to three months. 
That's a job hopper. Not if you get a new job every year, every two years, three years, five years. That's not a job hopper. Okay. And if a company is going to be so hard on you or a hiring manager and not want to hire you because you hopped jobs, they're probably an old school company and not in the good old school way. They're probably going to be a toxic manager. They're probably going to be micromanaging you. And that's not the environment you want to work in. You need to be yourself in interviews. You need to put your personality out there because you spend 40 plus hours a week with your coworkers and at your job, at least 40. So if you're professional Angela, if I was professional Angela and personal Angela, it would be so hard to turn on and off. Granted, am I slightly different? Sure. Do I swear a little less? Sometimes I do swear a lot for those of you that listen, but it comes down to, I want that overlap. There's this whole concept of like work-life balance. And yes, I do agree with it, of course, but you shouldn't be one person by day and another person at night, in my opinion. You want to find the environment you thrive in. You want to find the company and hiring manager and coworkers that really love you for who you are, because you're going to be happier at the end of the day. I cannot stress that enough. But you want to show up to these interviews take them seriously, ask the questions, and don't feel like they have the advantage. The ball's in your court. If you're employed right now, and even if you are miserable, you can make the decision. You don't have to jump at the first opportunity that's thrown at you. And there's nothing wrong with getting opportunities that maybe don't align with your career path. When I got fired, I worked for Boar's Head. I scrubbed toilets. I was the yes friend to any small projects, babysitting, you name it. If I put my resume together with truly everything on it, it would be a shit show for lack of a better term. But all of those positions and working part-time and on a contingent basis helped me get to the money I needed to survive. I did the math. I said, what did I need to make daily to survive, to pay my mortgage, to pay my bills? And that came down to $100 a day. Some days I wouldn't make any money. Some days I'd make a few hundred dollars to save me from the rest of the days. But there's no shame in doing what you need to do to survive. My first employee I hired, which shout out to Destiny, we love her dearly. She, I believe, was at her job for a few months when she had reached out to me. And ideally, she had reached out about her resume, wasn't completely ready to jump ship yet. But I had said, hey, let's I want to interview you. Her reason for wanting to leave was because she got into a role that she was promised that she wasn't doing sales, she wasn't cold calling, but then it turned into that was her whole role. And me being a former recruiter, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That would make me mad too. There was no other way for her to know that was going to happen and good for her for looking and finding happiness there. But a good hiring manager understands why you're looking and respects the hell out of you for that. If that's your deterrent away, their deterrent away from hiring you, just run far away, please. You really should understand your worth with all of this. You really need to understand the right opportunity, the right environment for you, and just like make sure the stars align. I keep telling clients, you can name, have your cake and eat it too here in this market. There have been hundreds of thousands of jobs added. Unemployment, I mean, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, is under 3% right now. And that's where, yes, we're seeing in headlines these massive layoffs and all these things happening. Automotive traditionally lays people off every single year. You're just, it's just not the top news story. So just remember that when you're 
nervous about looking for a job. It's not a bad thing to want to look. You should be. You should consistently doing it. You don't want to be like me and stay at a role for two and a half years and be miserable and just waste so much time there. You need to get raises regularly. You need to get the vacation time you deserve. A job will always be there. There's always a new opportunity, but you can never get time back. And that's what I want to reiterate and remind everyone. Do your research. Look through companies. Look at what you're passionate about personally or professionally and look for companies you want to work for. And if you're not sure how to get started or you're not sure if your resume or LinkedIn or anything is aligned, reach out. You know, I offer free consultations, free, no obligation consultations that we can review your resume and LinkedIn and make sure the right opportunities out there. Thank you for listening to another episode of That's Business and tune in next week for another one. Thank you. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, the Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone, but here at the Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.